So you are the gastroenterology registrar in the gastroenterology clinic in the DGH. Uh, your next patient is the same lady, so 33-year-old lady who you saw a year ago uh, in the Ambulatory Claire uh, clinic and, and was found to have a diagnosis of autoimmune hepatitis at this point. It's now a year later. She's been lost to follow up. Uh, and she was recently seen in the ambulatory care unit at the hospital due to worsening abdominal distension and was referred by them to see you. Please uh, talk to us about your current impressions and the thought process going through your head currently, as well as the initial investigations and management you would like to do for this patient. Okay, so I think the key facts are this is a lady with autoimmune hepatitis who's been lost to follow up who has now come back with abdominal distension. So first and foremost, I want to gather more information from um, the team that have seen her about her current state and how unwell she is, because one of the big things that I'm worried about is whether this patient has now got decompensated liver disease uh, as a result of uh, advanced autoimmune hepatitis, either because of the natural course of disease or because of the fact that she hasn't been uh, compliant with treatment if she has been asked to follow up. Um, I'd keep a very open mind about this um, and I would assess the patient. First of all, be an A to E assessment to make sure she's stable and specifically looking for signs of decompensated liver disease. So it's a liver flap, uh, bruising, um, tissues, intrapathic, if she's got uh, fluid, fluid retention and ascites. Um, and that would, those are the things that really help guide me as to whether this patient would need be able to manage an ambulatory care versus needing inpatient admission. Um, I then take more of a history about what's been going on over the past year um, and then more simply over the last few weeks. Um, and the reason for that is because first of all, I want to understand the course of her disease and in a non-judgmental way, understand why she's been lost to follow up, uh, whether she's been compliant with treatment, uh, whether there's anything else going on at home, and if she has not been compliant treatment, what are the reasons for that? And try and understand her psyche as to whether she just didn't understand fully her condition or whether there are things that can be reversible, things that can be improved so that uh, A, we can help her understand her, her condition more now and B, uh, help start putting in some of the steps for what might be done in the future uh, and helping understand the gravity of her underlying condition. With regards to then taking more history about what's been going on last uh, more recently is because if she has got uh, abdominal section, if she has got signs uh, consistent with decompensated liver disease, then I do want to be thinking about other causes of decompensated liver disease. So things like seps uh, yeah, things that can tip you over to become decompensated, sepsis, constipation, um, any other essentially physiological uh, things that cause physiological strain um, so taking a broad history to understand if anything else has been going on uh, more recently uh, and that's probably my initial approach to the patient uh, and then obviously I'll go on to uh, start thinking about investigations. Mm -hmm. And so what investigations would you like to do for this uh, patient? So in terms of investigations obviously a full set of bloods um, and uh, of all, all sets of bloods, including including uh, full full LFTs, and looking for coagulation to look for synthetic liver function as well. Uh, then I'm going on to think of doing a septic screen, acidic tap, urine dip, 
uh, and if there's any concerns about conservation or diarrhea, you could always send off stool samples as well. Um, those are the bedside tests I can do. And then uh, imaging tests I can think about are um, an ultrasound, look at the hypothesis uh, ascites, see if there's any pillory problems, and to understand whether she's become cirrhotic. Um, and then also a CT scan, uh, and you probably want a triple phase CT scan to make sure, given she's got uh, an autoimmune condition, see if there's any kind of uh, varices or uh, portal vein thrombosis as well that could be exacerbating her condition that could have tipped her into uh, decompensation. Okay, good. So you said you'd want to get a CT scan. So if you look in your pack now, and I'll put the result on the screen, you can see it there. Uh, so the CT scan is performed. Uh, and that's the uh, short-term report. Just tell me about what this, what information this gives you and what, what it makes you think about. Okay, so she's cirrhotic. Um, she hasn't got any focal liver lesions. So you can have an increased risk of malignancy in autoimmune conditions. She's got no portal vein thrombosis, but she has got splenomegaly, um, which is a bad sign in uh, autoimmune hepatitis. And she has got fair volumocytes, um, which may... may uh, maybe amenable to actually an acidic as well as the acidic drain and uh, think about acidic uh, acidic tap we can also think about acidic drain at the same time okay and um, what medications would you or if any would you like to start this lady on so certainly in the first instance um understanding what she's been on and how well she's she has been uh but certainly steroids is the first instance to try and help uh quiet her underlying autoimmune disease uh, and then yeah that's probably my first first line treatment and then on from that i'm thinking about uh immunosuppression medications so uh azathioprine uh, and other immunosuppression medication uh autoimmune hepatitis okay and in terms of managing her symptoms at the moment yes in terms of managing her symptoms if she has a decompensated liver disease and needs to come in as we said the acidic drain to help the uh to help with the ascites and discomfort that's causing her. Um, in terms of the, uh, she is decompensated, then I want to be thinking about, you know, laxatives to make sure she's passing, uh, passing at least two motions a day uh, and supportive care for her, um, supportive care for her encephalopathy or uh, decompensated liver disease, um, as well as understanding, you know, is she whether she has any uh, any social history of drugs or alcohol use because she may also be now suffering withdrawal symptoms if she does get admitted as well. Um, so I'd want to make sure that that was uh, properly uh, properly managed. And then longer term after draining the ascites, things such as diuretics, so high dose spironolactone uh, is probably the 100, 100 milligrams uh, would be the best first bottle of call to try and help keep her Ascites at bay. And uh, and now that you know she's cirrhotic with portal hypertension, is there any other inpatient investigations you'd want to do for her? Yeah. Uh, so, given that she's given that she's cirrhotic, uh, you might want to think about doing uh, with portal hypertension. You probably want to think about doing an OGD to rule out any viruses. Um, and yeah. Okay. And uh, longer term, where what's the journey for this patient? 
so longer term is trying to understand whether she responds well to immunosuppressant medication. Um, and if she doesn't, then it's important to think about uh, what the end goal here is. And if she's now cirrhotic with end-stage liver disease, splenomegaly, autopotension, it may be a case of thinking of whether this patient needs to be considered for liver transplant. So it's certainly prudent to do a UKELD score uh, on this patient and think about starting the planning process early, not only with herself, uh, not only with the rest of the team and the liver transplant team, the MDT, uh, which importantly would involve um, psychologists uh, that could help her if she had any other um, any other social problems, as well as understanding her compliance with treatment, because that's a huge factor when thinking about liver transplant. But also, more importantly, talking to her and understanding what she wants, uh, what her expectations are, uh, as well, because that's crucial when thinking about anything as large as uh, the process of going through a liver transplant. Good. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you.